Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at boxingbear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at thecookiebarnwaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Hey, what's happening, everybody? You know I'm here, you know, for another week. So good to hear everybody's uh, voice. This past week was a, it was a pretty good time. You know, what did I do this past week? You were like, oh, you, you guys went to your regular jobs. Maybe you solved the world's problems. Um, I DJed a 7th and 8th grade uh, middle school dance. And as I understand it, it was all parties involved. Assuming they didn't come from some other school. All parties involved's first middle school dance. Uh, the 8th graders are like, ah, oh, they haven't been to a middle school dance. Well, no, because COVID hit and uh, that was their year in this community. So it, it never actually happened. And, uh, you know, I DJed it. I just felt like, I felt like I made a lot of dreams happen um, this week. Here's the thing, you know, going into middle school dances. When I was a kid, we used to have these dances. I grew up in a small town. Uh, if, if you're new to the show, everybody else, you already know. But, uh, I grew up in a small town, and it felt like we had community dances. It felt like every week. That's what it felt like. And depending on the time of year, it very well actually, with no exaggeration, probably was every week. Uh, and we used to go to them all the time uh, in this small town. But, you know, I, I grew By the way, it's a great place to grow up. Where I grew up was literally, it was a great place. Great people, generations deep of families. Everybody knows everybody. 
But the thing is, though, with everybody knowing everybody, it's not like everybody holds hands and sings kumbaya. That's not really a thing. So at the community, I'll get back to the DJ, to the DJing of the dance. You know, where I grew up, man, we had these things every week, and, and you know, it was like a lot of stuff. Now, once again, I felt like I, I uh, made a lot of dreams happen for kids. You go to these community dances, um, and there are boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh, by the way, they started earlier than fifth, uh, seventh and eighth grade. I think we started in fifth and sixth grade, and they were every week once again. So you would go there, uh, and you may have fifth through eighth grade, and it was like a community event. So you have kids falling in love, thinking they're in love. There's a lot of drama. Kids are crying, boys and girls like, Oh, she doesn't love me. Or he's like, Oh, he broke up with me and he's dating my best friend. I mean, this stuff happened every week. That was a part of like growing up in small towns. I think, um, you had kids smoking in the bathroom, kids smoking out back kids. Uh, <laughs> there's a wide variety of, of people listening to the show kids making out, you know, wherever they were at inside, outside, whatever you had those things happen all the time. Occasionally you'd have, uh, some, some older kids, not fifth grade, of course, but some older kids show up, um, intoxicated police got called there were fights or rumors of fights uh and i mean this was like every weekend or every other weekend whenever they held these things whenever they held them uh the point is is like it was real drama they were fun it's part of your childhood now i'm gonna fast forward to what i did so i that having that in mind i'm i'm gonna dj the seventh and eighth grade dance you know thinking from my childhood, like, oh, this is probably going to be high drama. Um, you know, so I'm just, I'm going to tell you. So kids started showing up. Dance started at seven. It's a two hour dance, which by the way, is way different from where I grew up because I honestly believe from memory, I think they were like seven to midnight. So, you know, a lot of time for high drama. So this thing was like seven to nine. <laughs> That's it. And, uh, people showed up. Well, I started playing music approximately at 640. I started playing Yanni uh, because I like Yanni. You know, do the kids like Yanni? No, probably not. Do they even know who he is? No, probably not. Do the teachers even know who Yanni is? Probably not. I've been listening to him, I don't know, for like 28 years. Uh, like three years ago, I went to his 25th uh, live at the Acropolis concert. Now, if it, sorry, I'm I'm really Yanni rambling here, but I'm just saying it's a thing that I went to. So my point in telling you that was I don't even believe a lot of teachers even know who Yanni is. But, uh, you know, I was trying to educate everybody, so I played it. I thought it was great. I'm sure they didn't. I saw their face when they walked in. That's it. And the next song was the chicken dance that I played. Song two. Uh, a lot of Yanni songs, but the 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 first deviation from Yanni was the chicken dance. Now, right now, and I played that at approximately 7.03. So if you're like, well, yeah, you were just trying to break the ice. You're trying to lighten the mood. No, I was trying to be completely as nerdy as possible, which is why I played the chicken dance. Because the chicken dance sucks. Like, it's not, it's a horrible song. I don't like it. Uh, it's There's not even a time in my life where I thought it was cool just to like chum around with my friends and be like, oh, the chicken dance, let's all do it together. No, the song's nerdy. That's why I played it. I did it on purpose. I expected the kids to be uncomfortable. Funny for me, maybe not for them. That, that's a thing. 
And like right now, if you're like, well, I, I've been to Oktoberfest and they play the chicken dance and the whole tent loves it. Yeah, yeah maybe they do. And if you've been to any Oktoberfest, you know as well as I do what they do at Oktoberfest. People drink lots of beers and they forget where they're at and they all go to the tent and they sing the chicken dance, which is stupid. And they do the motions and all that stuff. But what's so, or I don't think you sing it. I think it's, uh, I think it's just music and you make some motions with your arms. Um, they do this at Oktoberfest and they make you think that the people of Germany have been doing the chicken dance for 200 years. Now, I don't remember who told me this, and it was recent. Like, it's, like, very, very recent. Whoever told me this. Somebody they worked with or they knew from Germany, uh, and they took them to Oktoberfest uh, because it was Oktoberfest, so they would fill at home, and they went to Oktoberfest. I forgot who told me this story, but... Uh, and they go to Oktoberfest, and they're showing them the chicken dance tent, and they, they, they walk in, and they act like everybody's got four heads. They're like... Why are you doing the chicken dance? We don't do that. We've never done that. That's stupid. But yet, here, at least in Tulsa, I've never been to Oktoberfest anywhere else, at least in Tulsa, everybody does the chicken dance like uh, like that's the thing that Germans do is the chicken dance. The chicken dance sucks. I don't do it. Now let's go back to the 7th and 8th grade dance. That's why I played it. It was horrible. So, you know, I figured it's their dance. It's not all about me and my personal humor, uh, though I uh, drug that on for a second. So I decided song three or four, whichever it was, to play something normal. And I did. When I started, when I started the third or fourth song, whatever it was, I don't remember. I, have, I, I don't remember to this day. But I wish I had a picture. I wish, I wish I had a picture. Because every childhood dance that you've ever watched on tv movies shows where it shows half the gym of boys on one side probably a hundred and a hundred somewhere there a hundred boys on one side and a hundred girls on the other side and they're just staring at each other i am not playing I'm, I, oh, I so wish I had a picture. That is exactly what it looked like the first song. You know, of course, after the chicken dance. So, like, I played it a regular song for them to try to get together and, and mingle and, and it not be so nerdy. Uh, and it took a couple of songs. For a couple of songs, the boys and girls literally half and half stared at each other. It was odd uh, because all the girls acted like it was prom. All the 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds acted like it was prom time, 14 maybe, uh, outside, you know, sequin dresses and high heels. And they did their hair and got their, some of them, they were wearing makeup, maybe uh, fixed their nails or whatever. Uh, the boys literally looked like they did at school and just tucked their shirts in. I'm not saying there wasn't a couple kids hamming it up. Like they're at prom, not really like prom, but you know, just like uh, gussying it up, gussying. That's a word. Uh, oh, the girls look like they invented supermodels and the boys didn't care. So it was anyway, look, the thing was fine. It wasn't weird. Um, I added my comments where I felt like they were needed. I didn't play too many more nerdy, uh, songs. I did. However, close it out. This is a tribute to my, 
uh, childhood, when you would go to these childhood dances, you know, when everybody's trying to fall in love in these small towns and a lot of high drama, a lot of emotions in there. Um, I ended the night with a, a boys to men song. And I believe I actually said, Hey, this is how I closed out my days. Um, I like it. I don't care if you do. I think that's how I said it, but I just feel like I've made a lot of dreams happen that night. I feel like a lot of childhood memories, a lot of love, a lot. Of, I was, I brought a lot of kids together you know, possible marriages in the future uh, because of the songs that I played. Really, I felt like I brought the community together with all these G'd up songs I played. <laughs> that's that's how I feel about it. You know, it was a good time, everybody. It was a great time. And that was it. You know, the night was over. I don't know of a lot of high drama. As a matter of fact, I asked a couple of people just trying to figure out if there was high drama in there, and I don't believe there was. And, and then it made me think, like, wait, my entire childhood, going to these childhood dances, did <laughs> am I just in a drama community? Because I really didn't see that. I didn't see, I didn't see fights or rumors of fights all night long. I mean, that's what it was where I grew up. It was good. It was fine. But you know, those are that's my thought process on this. Um, I made dreams happen. So this past weekend, uh, my daughter, she, she, my, oh, well, she just turned nine. As a matter of fact, this past weekend, she turned nine. So my nine-year-old slash eight for the first part of the story, I think for the first day of the story, um, she plays basketball and soccer, both of those things. And, and she's pretty good. You know, she scores points and goals, goals and points. Is that the same thing? I think in both sports, I think, I believe those. Those terms are intertwined. So she does them both. And so it's fine. Both, both, not both with a nail, both. Uh, she does them both. And I, and I, uh, you know, it's fun to watch and, and all that. And sometimes I debate on it, whether I'm the best parent because there are kids there or parents there that they really care. <laughs> Hold up. I care about my daughter. I'm saying um, the sports, some people are really into it. Some people, when you try to speak to them during the game, if their kid's in, you can't even talk to them. They totally ignore you, and they're staring at their kid. It's just like a hardcore staring at their kid, don't even hear what you're saying. They can't even communicate as adults outside of because their kid is in the game, and it's very intense. I don't feel like I have to do that for my kid, or or I just don't. Uh, I don't. I mean, if you're sitting next to me, I'll still talk to you the whole time. Uh, it, it'll actually go like this. I'll be talking to you or attempting to talk to you, whether you talk to me or not. And then my daughter could score. And and uh, and I may just give one of these. Yeah, cool layup. You know, assuming she didn't shoot a layup. Let's say she had a fast break, should have done a layup, pulled up about 10 feet before the layup. Even if she scored, I'll say something like, yeah, nice layup. It's pretty good. Hey, yeah, way to work on it. You know, I say stuff like that. I'm, I'm not like this. But it makes me think, like, am I am I like a am I, am I bad dad because I, I don't um, overly support what's happening on the court if I feel like what's happening on the court has nothing to do with fundamentals? Oh, by the way, I don't yell at my kid either. That's not a thing that I do. I just don't. I yell things like this. <laughs> All right. Okay, don't take it out of context. I yell stuff like this. My daughter's playing. Uh, let's say she misses a shot, dribbles it out of bounds, whatever she does. 
that you would perceive to be negative, and I say things like, Come on, Bella! Man, your family's here! You're going to bluff your whole family. It's embarrassing! You're embarrassing your family! You're better than that! That's what I yell. Um, I can see how you would take that and run with it, like it's negative. Um, I take it different. I take it different. Because right now, you're probably judging me as an adult, and you're like, you shouldn't tell your kid that. I know. Right, you probably shouldn't. But have you ever thought the opposite? Have you ever thought that when I say that to my daughter, she says, oh my gosh, I'm embarrassing my whole family. I'm going to really put this one together. I have to try because the community is riding on my family's reputation and I'm blowing it for everybody. You ever thought of it from that angle, right? Don't, don't judge me. Judge her. Figure it out. Figure it out, kid. That's what I say. So uh, anyway, it's good. It's a good time. I actually like going to the games. We don't have any crazy parents. Uh, sometimes you do have crazy parents on these kids' teams like they're over the top. Um, but I feel like I'm on two teams, uh, two sports, that uh, nobody's crazy on our side, I don't feel like. Now, is there an occasional a parent that can't talk to you when their kid's in? Yes. Uh, is that annoying to me? Yes, a little. But, uh, you know, it's fine. They want their kid to do good. They're, they're, they're vested. They're, they're excited. Uh, they can't conversate. I'm fine. It's third grade soccer and basketball um and for any just just, for any parent right now that's on my kids teams you're like wait is he talking about me i'm not talking about any of you nobody is actually in my head i'm just saying in general i go to other kids games also and you try to talk somebody when their kids are in you can't do it like they're too focused i mean lose the focus it's third grade in this scenario it's actually not even third grade at all it's seventh grade basketball nobody cares speaking of basketball uh, it's a new season. This season, I'm not announcing the girls. They've uh, remember I, I announce high school sports uh, in my local community community. Uh, this season, the girls have found another announcer. I'm just doing the boys, and so makes it a little funky. You know, when you do both of them, you're there the whole game. It's like, you got a flow of the game when you do half, half of it. Uh, I've never done that before. So it's kind of weird. Uh, I want to make sure that I still play the things I'm supposed to play when the boys first run. It's a weird deal. So I don't know if you're into announcing, but I'm just doing one, one gender this season. I'm a one gender announcer only. So, uh, you know, I hope it's good. I hope I announced the boys to victory. You know, the girls, they can get their victories, but uh, I'm not announcing them. So, and if you ever listen to this podcast, I always act like I am the uh, announcer of the year. So, I don't know who's doing this other deal. I hope it works out for him. Um, I just know boys are about to take state. Take state, Uncle Rico. Take state. That's what I think is going to happen this year. It's a big deal. I know I'm excited for it. Anyway, basketball started. I'm doing it. Kicks off. It kicks off tonight uh because this is actually out on tuesday you know, i'm gonna tell you right now look so i started doing so everybody that listens every week these come out on monday uh, and and occasionally if it's a holiday or i'm out of town or if i don't get it out or whatever they they may come out on a tuesday and and very very rarely but it happens maybe a wednesday so I'm just going to be honest with you <laughs> this week. 
I had I had a request for somebody to be a new sponsor of the podcast. And and I looked at a picture they sent to me. And so the reason this podcast didn't come out on the day that it was yesterday, because it's Tuesday. The day didn't come out the reason it didn't come out yesterday on Monday was because I did this episode and I talked about certain things and about half of the episode I was talking about this new sponsor, which by the way, I haven't said his name because they're not, they're not an actual sponsor yet. Uh, they requested to be a sponsor. Uh, I know this person from childhood. He's a friend. And, and, and if you, if you don't know, I usually like sponsors where you can reach them nationwide because I know there's people that are na- worldwide. Cause I know there's people that listen to the show all, all over the world. I know there's people that listen to the show, of course, all over the United States. And so the sponsors, I want you to be able to, um, receive their products no matter where you live. So uh, for instance, if a car dealership, a local car dealer, I guess you could get it all over the United States. I guess you could, uh, you get my drift though. If some, some local that is not expanded any further than local to where I'm at, you know, I usually try to avoid those things because, um, I like to have nationwide sponsors for everybody that listens, which I just said, right. I'm just summarizing. I'm, I'm rambling. So I did the show yesterday and I talked about this new sponsor without saying his name to say he's selling Worcestershire sauce, <laughs> Worcester, Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, about half the show yesterday was about Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. You know, however you say it. Uh, and I think that's the worst name for a sauce because, by the way, the sauce is delicious, and I don't know how to say it. Uh, I don't think. So, uh, so, so I kept saying Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. And, uh, and that was it. And I was talked, you know, I talked all about the sponsor and I was excited and blah, blah, blah. So I was doing like the final editing, you know, to put it out on time, which would have been yesterday. And I looked at the picture that I was sent of my friend who has a brand, like they've been selling already. Um, they're just going to have this grand release party and he wanted me to advertise and, and I, for him and uh turns out <laughs> uh, i thought it was uh worcestershire shot that's what i thought oh no it wasn't that at all it was winchester <laughs> not worch not worcestershire it was winchester it was beard oil it was straight up beard oil you know for your beard, you know, for the manly people, for people like me that, uh, you know, if you see a video of me right now and, uh, you look at me and you're like, Oh, he has a beard. Well, you know, I probably shaved that morning because that's how manly I am. Um, yeah. Beard oil like that turns out. I don't, did I just give him a shout out? Maybe I don't, I, I'd have to look at the brand. If I didn't say the brand's fine, it's coming next week. Um, that's literally why I didn't put the show out on Monday. Because I spent about 10 minutes of the show that should have came out acting like, who wants me to promote Worcestershire when I can't even say it? Straight up beard oil. Um, it's an unbelievable deal. 
Here's something I never do, just because I said that. Hey, it's Christmas time. Uh, Boxing Bear Print Company, go check them out. And the Cookie Barn Waco uh, for cookies. Send those out as gifts. Look at that. Look at that plug I just threw out there. So go get them. Um, listen, it's the holiday season. Tis the season. Oh, man, I said that all last year. I haven't said it one time. Tis the season, everybody. It's tis the season. And um, you know where I live? I thought about, you know, what should I do on the side? Let's say I got a little side business outside of the the normal work that I do. And, like, the new thing, the new thing is to hang Christmas lights. And there's a lot, there, there's a lot of people doing that. And the people that do uh, the current house where I'm at, um, you know, I, I know them. Well, I didn't know I knew him. Turns out I, I did. The guy showed up. I'm like, hey, man, I know you. He's like, I know you. It was uh, from a lifetime ago. But they anyway, but that was pretty cool that we made that connection again. So they do the lights. There's tons of people that do the lights. Uh, look, I'm going to be honest. Before I hired these people to do my lights, my wife wanted me to hang the lights myself. Well, you know, the gable, the ceiling, the 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 pitch. I don't know which word you want to use. The part of the house that's way up there. Uh they require a certain ladder. And and so I don't know, 30 feet maybe. 40, not 40, probably 30. The ladder the I don't know. Look, you, you even if you get a heavy duty ladder um, I think 250 or 300 is max. Now, I don't weigh 300 pounds, but I do weigh 250. I, I do exceed that. I also know there's a built-in safety factor on, on construction equipment. But I'm just saying that when you extend a ladder that's 30 degrees and you have to put it out a certain distance from the top of the roof, when you walk in the middle of the ladder, it starts to bend in and it starts to shake. That right there eliminates me even possibly attempting to have a side business putting up lights. Somebody brought it up the other day. Like, oh, you should put up lights. I'm not putting up lights. There's no way. I don't, I'm not, for all the things I was not scared of growing up, I don't even want to climb a ladder straight up because I'm too chubby and the ladder bows in the middle. I mean, have you seen that old QVC, that QVC clip? I don't, his, his name may be Earl, where he's got this ladder and it's supposed to lock into place. He's like, oh, look at that. And he's in, because back in the day, QVC was like selling you live. You know, they were selling products live. You're watching it live and they want you to buy them like right then. So Earl's like, oh, check this out. Oh, look at that. It just locks in place there. And Earl climbs up on this ladder and it dented in, in the middle. And he's like, oh, no, now it's locked in. Now we're good to go. And Earl kept climbing on that ladder and the whole thing dented in. And it caved in, and he flipped off of it. Now, does anybody, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, look it up. I don't remember the name of it. Once again, I don't remember what it's called. So I tried to look it up just for the sake of anybody listening because uh, there's just <laughs> – so I just looked up because I thought it was Earl on a ladder. Uh, maybe that wasn't his name. I don't remember. But just now I looked it up. There's a whole other fall on a ladder on QVC, which is not the one I was talking about, and it didn't look good for that guy. The point is, just look it up on YouTube. I'm not doing it. There's no way I'm, I'm going to be a ladder guy. I got to commend anybody that wants to do it. I'm actually scared to do it. I don't want to do it. 
That's that's a really weird thing to say. There there were so many things from childhood that I wasn't scared of that when you become an adult, I just don't want to. I just don't want to do it. I I'm not even trying to be funny. Uh, if there was a four foot box, I don't even want to jump off of it anymore. I don't feel like my knees work. I'm 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 for sure not jumping off a six foot box. There's no way. I'm not gonna jump. Like not not putting a hand down, not that. I'm I'm not gonna jump off a four foot box to the ground. I'm just not going to. And at what point in your life do you get that bad? I mean, somebody pray for me, people. This is a serious deal. Just as a reminder, uh, I said it last week. Probably should have said it the first of the show. It's fine. If you listen this far, then then you get it. Uh I'm not I will not be doing Christmas shows or New Year's Eve shows. Uh, that week because I learned once again, if you heard last week, uh, nobody listens those weeks. Now for anybody that does, I appreciate it because there are actually, there's actual people that go to work in the gap between Christmas and new year's, but there's a lot of people that don't not, not in the world. I grew up, it was all oil and gas based. Most oil and gas people, when it hits Christmas, maybe three days before, they don't come back till January 4th or whatever that next Monday would be. So the point is I'm not doing the show uh, for a couple of weeks. That's just your reminder. Uh, love everybody. I will be doing it. What is the date? Oh, it's the 14th. Yeah, I'll have a show next week. Love everybody. Uh, have a good week. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go make dreams happen.